welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.ml .ml, that can only be Malaysia. Oh, no. Oh, close, though. <laughs> well, really, that was close. Um, another <laughs> country that starts with M. Yes, and has an L in it. And has an L in it. Oh, God. Uh, does it start with M? It certainly does. Okay, can you give me a clue? It's in Africa. Right. More of a clue. Um, it's second letter is A. Okay. Malaysia. Third letter is L. And there's <laughs> only one other letter. Mali. He's got it. Oh, Mali Asia. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> Brilliant yes, stuff. Yes, my new site, so that's nice. How's, it, how's the Mali site going? <laughs> Well, it's only been up for two days, uh, but I've already had in excess of 2.5 million hits. That is phenomenally good. It you is. must be very proud of yourself. What do you get a week? Three. What, three million? <laughs> oh, three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three unique hits. Which I think <laughs> they're all you. Which I think is pretty good. Yeah, and it's me trying to find the, the link to, the, to, to, to something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Okay, just to, just to turn your mic down slightly. You keep going into the orange. Okay, no problem. Well, the this, gain on my mic. Yeah, this is on air an on air production meeting. There, you hear <laughs> the hand oh, my word. on the microphone. There we go. It's then. going it's down gone. a bit. There you go. How's that going? Uh, I mean, it's, technically, we've had no issues setting up for this one. Absolutely not. I've we never haven't heard you say hello so often. Hello. <laughs> we haven't just <laughs> spent an hour trying to get trying to get this to work. First of all, I Why couldn't... Why doesn't anything ever work I couldn't in the same Chrome. way more than once? <laughs> I couldn't launch Chrome, first of all. No. Then you told me my microphone wasn't working properly. You hadn't well, plugged your... You hadn't turned your earphones on. We <laughs> 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 so spent 20 minutes dealing with that before you... I were... had headphones on and you were coming through the, the computer speaker, <laughs> so you sounded muffled. Bellend. <laughs> and then, fucking hell, half an yeah, hour trying to sort out... Incredible stuff. Because we, Incredible we must say things. that's not Squadcast's fault. That was your your own problem. Well, the issue that I've got, I don't know what the cause is, so I'm not ruling out that it's it's a software issue. I am. It's very much a hardware issue, and you are that hardware. Well, thank you. Uh, that's my pleasure. <laughs> now, before we start today, uh, but first of all, let's announce that we are talking about By the Way Part Two. That is yeah. songs six through ten. Mm, oh my word, there's some belters coming up Oh my word, we're going to be talking about the Zephyr song Can't Stop, I Could Die For You, Midnight and Throw Away Your Television But we won't go in, into that just yet Oh, aren't we doing all of them? We're doing all of those five No, I thought we were doing the, the second half No, surely you were part of the discussion that we had, just me and you That we were going to do five, five and six <sighs> Right, yes Um now, we have, we have friends out there. We have got some housekeeping to do. Firstly, yes. it's a big, big thank you to the wonderful Pete Moore. Wonderful who, Pete Moore. Who sent us down his vinyl copy of Stadium Arcadium so that we could have a listen to it. Um, he actually sent that down many months ago, many moons oh, ago. Thousands of moons ago. Uh, we, we looked at buying record players, but it's not the cheapest gig to get into, as we, it really isn't. As, as we found out. And we thought there's no point buying an, an old a cheap a cheap player because we wanted to actually have an audio extravaganza it, didn't we? we well he we certainly did 
and we did in the end. We waited so long that a record shop opened up 15 miles away from us. So we went there. That record shop was Black Star Records in Lyndhurst. Yes, w- a www.blackstarrecords.co.uk. They've got a great website, uh, very easy to use, lots of features on there. There's got an algorithm that will suggest other music for you based on your tastes. Yes. Lovely, lovely, um, lovely uh, couple that run it, Fran and Sue. And uh, we were lucky enough to, to go into the shop, listen to it on their system. Um, they were absolutely brilliant. Can't recommend going along to Blackstar Records more highly. Uh, plug, just plug, do it. Just, yeah, just get online. Get on the interwebs and get to Blackstar. Or if you live locally, get down there in physical being, your body. If Take, you can. Yeah, if you I can. don't think... As far as I could tell, they weren't serving any food. No, they weren't. So you can't have an alcoholic drink at Blackstar Records, but don't let that put you <laughs> off. I mean, we haven't been back since for that reason. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as soon as I found out that, that, that there was no booze involved, I, I did almost leave immediately. But I did hang around to listen to the record. What, what were your thoughts about listening to the vinyl? What was the experience like for you? I was pleasantly surprised. I wouldn't say shocked because I was, you know, based on what Pete has said and other people who, who are into vinyl have told me, I knew it was going to be, you know, something, something different. And it was. It was. It was full. It was lush. It was different in a good way. My takeaway from it, I think, most noticeably, was the separation of the instruments. You could hear what was going on more clearly. Mm. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was just more more separation of the instruments. You could pick out parts. I, I thought a lot more easily than on um, on digital, including versions. the vocals. Everything was clearer to the ear. It was very clear on the ear. That's the uh, the tagline for Blackstar Records that we've just come up with. Clear on the ear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder if they'll use it. Probably. Oh, oh should we do it in, in the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so later. Thank you, Blackstar Records. <laughs> thank you, Pete Moore. That was that was great. Yes. A quick shout out. It to, was. Quick shout out to Reservoir Frog on Reddit, who um, That's a good name, who it? asked. Uh, it is a good name. Who asked whether. I was going to use the live recordings on um, on our live shows because, as, as you yes. know, we just did ATP last week and I used the album tracks as I normally do. The answer was, um, I just don't know how to do it. So he was kind enough to point me in the direction of a site where we can um, convert YouTube sound into usable MP3s. So thank you, mm-hmm. RF. Yeah, big thank you. Another shout out to our man in the northeast, our drum ambassador. Jack Johnson, oh, a.k.a. Yes. Jack Fox, a.k.a. Spider, a.k.a. Rob Run, a.k.a. Rob Rule. <laughs> um, Jack Johnson, uh, Jack Fox, has started his own <laughs> podcast. It's, it's yes. difficult. I think the podca- podcast is under Jack Fox. Search Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Podcasts. You're looking for tired and inspired podcast. Um, well worth a listen. Go along and check it out. Absolutely. I've, uh, it's, it's three episodes in now, or is it two and third one to come? I think the third one dropped yesterday. haven't listened to the third yes. one yet. but uh, No, the first two were thoroughly enjoyable. Get, thoroughly get, enjoyable. If you're not on it already, get on get it. Get on it. I listen, to the, I listen to them when I go on my walks. I di- well, I did walk while I was listening to it, but only up, upstairs. Excellent. Okay, so check that out. Tired and Inspired Podcast. Um, a shout-out to Jonathan Macker, or Jonathan Maker. Um, 
Sorry, Jonathan, not entirely sure how to pronounce your surname. He sent in a lovely email um, about the ATP John Fushante episode, and uh, he said it was almost like having a director's commentary. Which was lovely. And then went into a, a, just a genuinely, you know, really great and touching story about his journey with some of John's music. Um, mm. And that is lovely. When you get kind of emails like that, it's not kind of an email. It it's, not kind, it's not kind of an email like that. It was an email like that. Yes, um, it was. Well, I, I it wasn't it even an email yesterday. like that. It was that email. It, yes, I read it yesterday. Yes. After a, a couple of drinks, shall we say. Go on. And I, I was genuinely goosebumpy throughout reading it. Well, there's going to be a lot of goosebumps on today's episode. Is there? One, because of the music, and two, because of that lovely email. Mm, sure. Um, I just said the words Spotify in talking about uh, JJ's Tired Inspired podcast. We are now on Spotify, universally speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast on Spotify. Um, the, link is on, the link to it is on my website, bentownsendmusic.net. Oh, and on all of mine. And on all of Sam's website. Have you put it on the Marley website yet? Yeah, um, absolutely. Good. Or just go on, um, on Spotify. You can search Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, oh, don't, yeah. search, don't search that. Search <laughs> Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, or just search Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast and we'll pop up. Well, I, I mean, I, I had trouble finding it. That's because... And I knew exactly what I was looking for. Yes. Well, yeah, you say that, but incredibly, you couldn't find it. So, um, yeah, best thing to do, I would say, to be certain to find it, go to bentownsomemusic.net, you'll find the, yeah. the podcast page, and then you can just uh, click through there. Very Don't easy. Don't ask me to help Don't you. Don't ask Sam to help you, for God's sake. Don't no. do nice that. Nice beard, by the way. Thank you. I'm two and a half weeks into growing a beard. The two and a half weeks in, and I can just, for, for, for the listeners, I can confirm that you've got a lush beard mm. and an award-winning moustache. Thank you. My moustache is dense and full. It's incredible. It always comes in thicker than the rest of it. Thicker oh, and I've faster. I've never seen anything like it. It looks like you've, you've drawn it on with a marker pen. I know. <laughs> um, yes, the House Ambassador challenged me not to shave until January 2021. And so uh, I snapped a hand off. Um, oh, yeah, which, that was which uh, was disturbing. Was yeah, had to go to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In an unrelated incident, yeah. you snapped your wife's hand off, uh, and then continued growing my beard. That's so yeah. that the mugshots don't look like me. Exactly. Yeah. Wanted, dead or alive. Oh. Oh, Bon Jovi podcast. What would you call a Bon? What would you call a Bon Jovi podcast? I would call it. Um, that's Pretty a very, on the spot. Yeah, that's a very good question. I, I think I would probably call it. Uh, can you have a think as well? Ch- ch- chat, Joby. Or Bon Chatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bon Chatty's quite. Nice. It's very poor. Um, what a couple of Bon Jovi songs? Uh, living on a prayer, talking on a yeah. prayer, living on a chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wanted dead or alive. Chatting on a. Yes, yeah. Bed of chat. Yeah. Chat of Roses. Chat of Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze of Chats, Chat of Glory. <laughs> oh, look, you see what we're doing That's here. It's funny, it's funny. <laughs> well, it's we're enjoy- getting increase- <laughs> getting increasingly loud, we better start. We're enjoying ourselves. Okay, we are going into the Zephyr song. Feeling good about this. Feeling very good. Um, just an update on John for the pod. Hashtag John for the pod. Uh, yeah, uh, as we at the moment, as we speak, he hasn't uh, he hasn't reached out, but it's only a matter of time. Well, a matter of a long, long time. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I didn't specify how long. 
Is it a finite uh, amount of time or an infinite amount of time? It's finite because I've only got till episode eighty. Of course. Um, so that's that's a long time away, sir. Uh, the Zephyr song, shall we? Let's. Right. I will see you back here in approximately four minutes. Can I get your hand to ride on this piece of leg to bite on? What a night to fly my kite on. Do you want a flash of light on? Take a look, it's on display for you. Coming down on not today. Did you meet your fortune teller? Get it off with no propeller. Coming out of the Zephyr song, I will preface this by saying we're listening to five songs. 80% of the songs we're listening to today. Are, are brilliant. Mm. Mm. So that's telling you something immediately. That's information. That is information. Um, this is one of the brilliant ones. There's no doubt about that. It's very good, um, and I love it, but it hasn't always been that way. When the album first came out, it wasn't one of my favourites. Well, I, I picked up on that guitar line straight away. Um, mm. I lo- absolutely love the guitar work in this. First of all, yes. first of all, though, I've got a section called Zephyr Facts. Would you like to do the Zephyr Facts? I would love to. Okay. Is it a quiz? No, I've got a quiz. I've got a quiz question for Can't Stop coming up next. Okay, can you do one quiz yeah, question? Yeah, of course on I Zephyr? can. Of course I can. Great. What's a Zephyr? Ah, right. Is is it a manually powered flying machine? Interesting ad- approach. Uh, I don't know if it's manually powered. Um, I'm pretty sure it very is. Diff- it's a flying machine, isn't it? There's lo- well, it has uh, lot- lots of transport connotations. There are aircraft called Zephyrs. There are ships, boats called Zephyrs. So there's maritime connotations. There's also road connotations. Lots of cars called Zephyrs. Right. I mean, he, they do, do explicitly say, fly away on my Zephyr. Well, that's because a Zephyr is a soft, gentle breeze, a light west wind. Me. Fly away on my light west wind. No. Yes, yes. I, all the time, okay. I have for many years kind of pictured it as an airplane as well, I have to be honest. Um, I thought it was a... That's the best policy. I thought it was a manually powered flight. No, it's very difficult to actually generate the power manually to get off the ground. Um, yeah, well, you know, in, in, in uh, the video, John is flying on that... Yeah, I think, that, I think that, that's a, a, a Leonardo da Vinci... Dubrin. Yeah, Da Vinci invention. I thought that was a Zephyr. That is called something else, which I'm going well, di- to just... di- check this out. Quick, Phil, do some golden content. Oh, fine, no problem. In the mid-1980s, uh, the band Red Hot Chili Peppers released their self-titled first album. It went on to achieve moderate success, moderate to, to fair success levels. Uh, Keep going to the band, recording further albums over the years, and now, of course, we have such podcasts as Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, which can be found on Spotify <laughs> and all other uh, platforms. Yeah, keep going. Equally, I can't. There are other podcasts. Stop. stop. Thank God. <laughs> uh, it just seems to be called an aerial screw. An aerial screw. <laughs> okay. Um, jo- well, that's something else altogether, isn't it? It certainly is. That's the Mile High Club. I've got some more Zephyr facts. Lots of sport. Okay, well- lots of sports connotations, including skating. And in fact, uh, 
There was the Zephyr. He was a skater boy. The Zephyr competitive team, otherwise known as the Z Boys, from and the well, the, of course, the film. You, yeah, the film Dogtown and Z Boys. There you go. That was the Zephyr competitive team, and also mm. in fiction, Zephyr is one of the elementals in Marvel Comics. So that was Good Zephyr boy. facts. That was a pretty decent section, Ben. I have to say, certainly was. Eh, that was true golden content. Uh, so <laughs> it was a single, 2002, peaked at six on the modern rock charts, got great B-sides. If you bought this single, the, the, the versions of it, it's got um, uh, some really good B-sides. I can't think from off the top oh, of my head. Oh, come on, you can't bring them <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous! Yeah. Okay. I thought you had it written down. I'm off again. Do some golden I can't content. I you said that and didn't have the... Co- the, the- Go for it. Do some golden yeah, content. The evidence. Oh, my word. Um, okay, well, Jack has sent us his drum notes on this, and he says the word on the curb, mm. which is, I think, something I'll incorporate into my everyday language. Yes, yes, indeed. Is that John wrote this gu- guitar progression uh, when recording a demo of, of what would then become the drum loop. So <laughs> that's nice. And he, for one, thinks that's pretty neat. Didn't he write, do the demo... Didn't you write the guitar Hang part? Yeah, read that again. I've misread, misread, misread it. I've misread it, Jack. Sorry. Word on the curb, which I, for one, think is a pretty neat saying, and I'm going to incorporate that into my everyday uh, use, is that John wrote this guitar progression, then recorded a demo of it to that drum loop that we hear during the intro and throughout the song. That's what happened. Thank you, Samuel. Thank you, JJ. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for making that clear. I'm just sorry that I couldn't read. Right, CD single one, the Zephyr song, Body of Water and Someone. I was going to say Body of CD Water. CD single two, the Zephyr song, Out of Range, Rivers of Avalon. So that's a uh, crack. crack well, some, as, as discussed previously, Someone is one of my absolute favourite yeah, B-sides. I just think it's a, a, just a standout song on its own. Talking about that drum loop uh, on that drum machine, yeah. more noticeable listening to it kind of more forensically, that you can hear that all the way through it especially on the pauses yeah. before it comes into the chorus. You can pick it back up. It's there underlying yeah, for the whole way through. That's what Jack says as well. You can hear it when Chad drops out uh, before the chorus is, you can hear it. Lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely smooth tone from John here, just biting a little bit on that, on that intro riff and then that wonderful, yes. slightly more elaborate um, work that he's, that he's uh, playing over the, ver- over the verses, under the verses. Just biting, just bit of reverb moving off to the right-hand side. It's one of my favourite, when it kicks in, when the swan comes in, Chad's coming mm. in, Flea, you know, Flea gets a bit more busy. But that, that guitar line, really stuttery. Yes, it's very stuttery. Works so, so well. Yeah, and, and, and I think, actually, the, the genius, we're talking about the, that drum loop, the, that drum loop is a genius addition. Because it's so unusual, and this is—I think this has maybe contributed to me not taking to this song straight away, because it's quite—it's quite an unusual sort of sound for the Chili's. Well, some would say they and hadn't used a drum machine since their first album. Some would say. <laughs> some would say <laughs> that they've been using a drum machine since uh, Mother's Milk. Oh, that Chad Smith, that drum machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant, Sam. Uh, well done. Great. Well done indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, Flea's playing, as John's playing that stuttery guitar line, is so is very, very fluid. Yes. It really yeah, works well yeah. against a stuttery drum machine. And, of course, you have got that stuttery drum machine, a stuttery um, guitar line from John. Work, mm. Works great. Works great. 
Yeah, and the vocals are just layer upon layer. John really treats himself here. He just just keeps keeps adding them on. The swan sounds great. It's quite high, quite high from the swan well, throughout. The, at times. the great thing about this is it's got <laughs> throughout. throughout at times. <laughs> it's got it's got quite high parts for the swan, but it also goes right down quite low as well. Um, yeah. Throughout at times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's um that's good that should have been the follow-up to definitely maybe <laughs> there's times jj points out uh no kick drum at the start of, of verse one um and it comes in halfway through uh so it kind of builds nice and you're right john's backing vocals here are insane they're just so lush I mean, so uh, loud when yeah, you first well, come in i was just gonna use use that word lush they are lush yeah they are loud but but not in the sort of same way, you know, where we've discussed at times where John and the Swan sort of shared. They they are genuine backing vocals. They're just they're just sort of higher. Yeah, yeah. It's all oohs and ahs, isn't it? And uh, a lot of oohs yeah. and ahs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you can hear the drum machine in fifty seconds as the verses end, and you go to the choruses. You can pick back up the drum machine. Going into the chorus, ah, oh, that's also something to say, and I'll say it a bit later on. It's the. Um, the swan's voice has just got a slight crack to it on the verses mm. here, especially on verse two. Um, very rich sound to the swan's voice uh, on this song. I, I actually think it's one of his best performances. Yeah, it, it, I think it is. And, and the, the reason I say that is having sung this live, it is, it is a challenging vocal. So, and he, you know, he does a great job. Yeah, yeah, super. Well done, swan. No about that. Well done, swan. They say yeah. we never praise him, but we do. Oh, we certainly do. When he deserves it. Uh, chorus. Yeah, well, he's a good boy. Yeah, well done, Swan. You're a good boy. Chorus one is played over a DAG pattern, the, the old DAG, the classic DAG pattern. <sighs> the D is very downplayed. It's not so prominent, but the A and the G. So you've got the D away on my Zephyr. A, I feel it G than ever. The, the A and the G is really big. Um, they also have uh, they're so much more resonant to them. They die away into the left ear, which the D doesn't. Have a listen to the chorus again at your leisure and yeah, well, see how you. much louder those the, the, the second two chords are in that sequence. That's an interesting thing to look out for. Yeah, well, that's what we're all about here on University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Interesting things to look that's out right. for. That's right. Well, here's another interesting thing to look out for. Flea yeah. is jumping in and doing what Flea does best. He's playing a really high and busy line to fill out the space that John's left because he's just doing single strike chords. Yeah, I mean, we you know we talk about sparse guitar work. This is sparse. Well, we do talk about sparse guitar work, and this is sparse. The switch to fly away on my wind is one of my favourite parts of any Chili song. It only happened mm. once, but it, it's it's a perfect it's a perfect change down. And then in comes verse two with the Swan voice cracking. Sounds great. Sounds dare I say it, sexy. Um, would you wow. would you make of that that statement? Well, it's bold. Mm, I'm bold, but then. <laughs> so <am> I, so. <laughs> no, you're bold. We're bold. Yes. <laughs> I'm bold as well. I'm bold and bold. Oh no, you are. Right. Yeah, you're bold and bold. Mm. Um, chorus two in the water. One fifty. I've written. What have I written that? Oh, who knows? Know. Oh, JF's playing. Who knows? Let's get to guitar solo. Yeah, let's talk about the solo. What, as a as a guitarist, what do you make of it? I think it works quite well, actually, because um, you know my general thoughts on 
Oh, on deep sides. Yeah, on, jo- on John <laughs> playing clean solos live when sometimes it can yes. sound a bit empty. Here we've got a lot of backing, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. That, I think it works, I think yeah. it works really well. It, it puts me, because there's no rhythm guitar to accompany no. it, but there is a harmonium or a pump organ under, underneath there, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. Um, I think it's similar to the one we used to have in our lounge, the, you know, the, like the pump, the foot pump bellows organ. A genuine harmonium. A genuine harmonium, a.k.a. pump organ, um, a.k.a. Rob Rule, a.k.a. Rob Run. Okay, Spider. Okay, Spider. <laughs> um, yes, that that, that greats. Uh, what do you make of the harmonium? If it, if yeah, indeed it is a harmonium, it might be a mellotron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if indeed uh, I'd ever heard of a harmonium until thirty seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely in that thirty seconds, I developed a deep love for, for harmoniums in general. Well, you've seen me play a harmonium. I've played a harmonium myself, it turns well, there you out. Go. I think it sounds a bit too smooth to be a harmonium, which is why I'm thinking it might be a mellotron, which is where you, you trigger tape when you press the keys. You trigger magnetic yes. tape. Big in the 60s. Um, and then the harmoniums, slash, um, a.k.a. mellotron, a.k.a. Rob Rule, fades in at two minutes, three seconds, um, back into the, in the water part. Um, it's a real, two minutes, three seconds, listen back to that, things to look out for. Uh, very, very nice. Well, stuff. and that's a lovely section again, as you say. You know, in the water. Well, with John's back in there, a sense of my emotions. Mm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a really, really nice song. Um, it's really well. It's really well put thought out. Hank. It moves. It's got different sections, but it moves sweetly between them. Well, what's next is the bridge part, and I've just had my mind blown. I've just realised that the swan does actually say, "Fly on my wind." He does. Yes, of course he does. <laughs> fly on my. He does. Fly on my light, my light west uh, wind. Fly on my wind. So it's it's all it's there for you. We just haven't been paying attention <laughs> for the last twenty. I mean, years. there's something that, that uh, JoJo pointed out at the end of "Can't Stop," which I've never noticed, and it's clear as day. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get we'll get to that. I was genuinely shocked. Wow, and there was me thinking that as if it was a. That Da Vinci thing. Yeah, the aerial I've screw. In, I've been living... Uh, you've been living a deluded living life. life. You've just taken the red pill and you've just woken up and you've seen the world for what wow. it really is. Uh, now, on the outro, JF nice. playing those nice high arpeggios with a bit of delay there, just on the top three strings, just on the G, B and E, um, just to fill out the song a bit as the swan's, you know, holding those long notes. Yeah, those long notes. And the swan actually... Yeah, there's some kind of effect on his voice as he as he tails off, um, which I noticed just then. Hmm. I didn't notice. It's, that. it's hard work for him. That is, but he he uses and some kind of effect to make it sound sweet. Philippe's playing high up for the whole outro, except for two seconds, three twenty nine to three thirty one, when he drops down low. But the rest hmm. of it's that kind of busy busy high up bass line. It's very busy. interesting yeah, choice yeah, to drop is. down low for that that two seconds. Uh, so there to. you go. A quick Zephyr song fact. Thanks to um, Dan, Dan Bogosian. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Pure imagination. The 1971 song from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The first three notes. The words "Come with me" is the first three notes of the Zephyr song. Uh, so um, you know that's that. that's that's very interesting and i've actually entered a willy wonka style competition have you yeah brew dog my one of my favorite beer providers 
who've sponsored us on many an episode. Thank you, Brew Thank Dog. you, Brew Dog. Have uh, introduced a golden can. Ten golden cans. Got it. Solid gold what? cans. Yeah. Uh, valued at £15,000. Wow. Hang on, have you entered this competition by just buying more Brewdog beer? Yeah, you had to buy Punk IPA off the website. So I bought two crates. Um, I've received them today. I've emptied one out. No golden can. But- the other one I've taken to the in-laws for Christmas. And... I'm hoping, obviously, that that one contains a golden can. Oh, there you are. Oh, great competition. Thank you, Brewdog. Yes, thank you, Brewdog. We'll just do today's sponsor. Of course. Uh, It is Northern Monk. Funky Monk. Yes. uh, This is Faith Hazy Pale Ale uh, by by Northern Monk. It's a pale ale. Oh, I got that, I'll just... Yeah, fresh from the north. I'll try it now. Take it to the mouth. Okay, I'm applying can to lip and liquid just mouth and you, taste you buds. I can see, do it. Put it on your buds. Mm-hmm. There Talk it goes. me through the flavour. Smooth. It's, oh, look, there's the Angel of the North on the can. Yeah, well, you've driven past that. I've been there. Well, not only that, I got out and had my photo taken. So, Jack, our man in the northeast, might be familiar with Northern Man. He might well be. And if he is, I would say Faith IPA... Quite nice. Quite nice. Right, what a glowing <laughs> review there. Yeah. I, this week, am genuinely lucky enough to be sponsored by Haribo Just the Jelly Babies. Just those really nice jelly babies that you get in Starmates. Oh, the little men. Yeah, yeah so they're I've great. got a little tub of them. Thank you, Haribo. Okay, so anything else to say about the Zephyr song? Uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Go on. Uh, I would say a different, a different sound to the rest of the album. Uh, I'd say there's lots of different sounds across this album. That is one of them. Well, there that is. That is one of them. <laughs> Undeniably so. But a great song, a great showcase for so many things, but particularly for the Freshante backing vocal, I think. Yeah, and particularly the Swan, who was great. Uh, particularly from the Swan, and particularly for dr- uh, the drum machine. And, uh, because... <laughs> the drum machine Smith, and also Flea was really good. So a great showcase all around. <laughs> really, I mean, if you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers... There's a, there's a really, really high chance that you'll like this There's episode. a lot to listen to. Right, shall I meet you on the other side of Can't Stop? Love to. Can't stop. Full volume in the old ear holes. Davina McCall oh, has my. just come into the room at my end. Can you hear her? June. That was incredible. What a, what a song. What a song. Love it. Love yeah. 
Uh, it's just amazing. I've got that quiz question for you now, if you want it. I mean, I think there is, you know, there is meaning behind the words in this song. Um, however, the swan at one point talks about Jay Butterfly. Jay Butterfly is Jay in the Butterflies in yeah. treetops. This is an either or question, okay? Okay. Is the swan talking about the tailed jay, which is a butterfly? Um, yeah. The tailed jay obviously can go to treetops. It has the power of flight manually, manual flight. Um, the tailed jay, a.k.a. the green-spotted triangle, a.k.a. tangled tailed green jay, a.k.a. green triangle, a.k.a. Rob Rule, a.k.a. Rob Run, a.k.a. Spider. Is the swan right. talking about the tailed jay, the jay butterfly? Or mm. is the swan talking about Julia Butterfly Hill, an environmental activist who lived in a 55-metre-tall Californian yeah. redwood for 738 days from December the 10th, 1997, to prevent logging? Which is he talking about? Our tailed jay... Or is he talking about the it. Julia Butterfly Hill? Julia Butterfly Hill. You're absolutely correct. Yes. Well done. That is brilliant. Yes. I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm I can, I can see. You, you've just really enjoyed the song. I saw you dancing around at your end. I was having a right old dance And you've around. just got the quiz question right. So really good stuff. Well done. Yes, I was looking at my four displays. Yes, oh, yeah. My metal posters. I've got Californication, one of John at Slane, the Blood Sugar Sex Magic sort of pop arty cover, yep. and Mother's Milk. Great stuff. I'm looking directly up at the ceiling in my, in my activity room, my DVD room, mm. and directly above there, I, directly above me, I have my framed Red Hot Chili Peppers baseball top purchased at the london arena gig yes in, yes back in back on the cali tour yeah Ma oh cali tour it was, was it? no yes yeah it was yeah it was a cali it was a gig where they wore those four different colored costumes oh was yeah. it well that definitely was the yeah, cali was. tour then so 99 that's when uh, vanessa vanessa, vanessa went along 50 pounds. Oh, Vanessa bought it for me, actually. I'll give her a due because she'll listen to this. Thank you, my love. 50 pounds. 50 pounds, which... 50 pounds for a ginormous baseball yes. top. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wear it. It's too big, so I framed it and put it, put it on my ceiling. Even for me, uh, uh, my biggest. It is massive, but 50 pounds well spent. I think you'll agree. Oh, I do agree. Has it got blood on it? Uh, yes. Not it's sure. Got, yeah, I have oh, unfortunately yes. dripped something that's down the front of it. So I'm displaying the back of it in the frame. Yeah, well, the back is the best part of it because it's got the logo on it and that kind of thing. Although it does say the Red Hots on the front. Yeah, the, the, nice. the front's great. It's got the uh, baseball style, the Red Hots. Yeah. Oh, it's an all-round quality piece of merch, no it doubt It certainly about is. Anyway, a few facts about um, Can't Stop, if you'd care for them. I certainly The would. single and the album have different mixes. The single was, re was mixed under JS Guidance um, and, it, mm. and it's got louder backing vocals. Surely not, John. Surely you're not pushing up the volume. <laughs> come on the yeah. podcast and defend so, us. Yeah, come on the podcast and defend yeah, us. Yeah, come on the podcast and defend us. <laughs> <laughs> Almost didn't make it on the album because the swan... Bang, that's the second one. Almost not on the album because the swan was struggling to come up with the vocals. Um, can you imagine... Was he? That, that not being on the album. Because wow. that's such a huge part of the, the Chili's catalogue now. 
Well, yeah, not only just a huge part of this album, but a huge part of their live catalogue. Oh, absolutely, Sam. You know, when they play this song live, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? And um, because they have those brilliant long jams going into into Can't Stop off and open shows with it, it's a... Yeah. You know, what what we'd have missed out on? Um, Well, this. Yeah, we wouldn't be having this conversation. No, we probably wouldn't. No, we absolutely wouldn't. We wouldn't be talking about Can't Stop. We certainly wouldn't. Third single, number one on the modern rock charts for three weeks. Nice. Um, now, the wiki lists the fact that it was John and Chad that did the hand claps uh, in the choruses. Yeah, the hand claps are What do you nice, make of the hand yeah. claps? No, I like them. I've got no problem with them. Give us some... Uh, they're, they're, Go on, mate, sorry. They're not particularly prominent, are they? No. So, no, 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 they're not. So I don't think they could be considered offensive. Uh, they've never offended me. No. They, um, it became known for for a period of time as the hand clap song. Yes, indeed. Uh, in in many circles, it's, uh, some circles that I mixed. Which circles was that? Just uh, like literally, just my, all my friends. I've um, hang on. I just want to clarify this. This is a this is <laughs> this is a, is this is that actually a true question? Um, did you used to call "Can't Stop" the hand clap song with your friends? Um, at one point in one conversation with one of my friends, <laughs> he, he couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> we used, to, we used so, to call it that. In certain circles, it was called the hand clap song. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, last fact really here, um, in Scotland, it's called Canny Stop. Yeah, I'm sure Dan course. Boyd can confirm yeah. that for us. Dan, if you, if you want to mail in, do you say Canny Stop when you're talking about Can't Stop? Yes, yes. Uh, you just froze for a moment. Yeah, there. well, that'll happen. But, um, that'll happen, mate. That's the life we Yeah, that's now. the cut and thrust of modern day podcasting. Now, yes, what was pointed out on. We'll get to Jack's drum notes in a minute. But he pointed yes. out that there's a big, big uh, delay. Um, at, at yeah, end. a repeat uh, at the end when the swan. Mm. On, a non related drum point. No, non-drum-related Can you point. read Jackson's things properly, please? It takes time to send these in. Sorry, A drum-related non-point. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I'd never heard it until Nor just a moment ago. Nor had I. It's bonkers. <laughs> I've listened to some thousands of times. I know. And that's so clear. Yeah. Maybe I just never get to well, the end you of do it. Well, you do need a, de- a decent, a, a pair decent of quality pair of headphones. That's true. But even so. But no doubt about it, once I read the notes, uh, you know, it was there. To, it was Interesting to points that Jack, make, Jack makes about this song. Go, go yes. air his thoughts, his views. I can't read, but here we go. He, he actually starts by saying that it's a strange way to build up at, you know, the start, the, the build-up. It's up. a funny... Strange way to start a track, yeah, an album track. It's a, it is an odd way to start an album track. I happen to think that it's one of the most distinctive and greatest starts to a song ever it's yes, that, yes, the, the sense of anticipation that is built with that simple repeating riff mm. which isn't mm. quite 100 percent repeating it's not just dun, da, dun, da, dun, no, in no. one note he drops down uh it's it, it close enough down. to be to be referred to as a repeating riff. yes in the hand clap song that starts with a repeating riff um it, I, I, I couldn't agree more and it, on the album that's the case but live you know, it's turned into a, a, a separate beast, really. They, they, like you say, they do like long jams going into it, and then you, and then obviously you know what's coming. But then when it finally starts, everybody does a hand clap, 
Cheers. The hand clap song, of course they do. And the anticipation Shouting, is real. Come, come back on, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and play some more. Yeah, and that's exactly what happens every time they play it. it it's a brilliant build-up. It's a brilliant build-up. Uh, do you... I doubt this is the case, but do you think that they actually thought about the live element when they were recording that's not it? a bad question, actually. Um, you can't... Cheers. Yeah, no, that's fine. Well, when you do <laughs> say things that are... It's something good. I'll let you know. Yeah, thank you. Um, is, are we, are we, is that a, is, have you been doing that ever since we started? Yeah, so that's the first time. Oh wow! <laughs> um, possibly because it is such a wonderful live build-up, and it is such yeah. an odd way to start an album track, as as, uh, yeah. as our man in the northeast says. What else does he have to mm. say? Then? Well, he says that essentially because of the. The busyness of the guitar part and the and the bass part and the and the vocals. Obviously, it's a very busy vocal performance. That Chad Chad keeps it very simple, um, which he which he does really. He's laying it down hard as he always does, but and he keeps it very funky. Lots of ghost notes he says and drags on the snare as well as a lot of, as well as as well as a lot of hi hat work. Go on. And, it, oh, and then he goes on to, to beg the question: Did jo, was it John's idea to put in the hand claps? But it sounds as if Chad Chad could have been involved in that. Obviously, you know, suggesting that because you know it's part of the rhythm section, really. Yeah, I think it's quite a frusciante thing to do. Um, Is it? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll sort this out definitively. Give me ten seconds. I've never seen John clap. Have you? Yeah, once. I've got a coin here. Heads it was John's idea, tails it was Chad's idea. And now this this is the only way to decide. This will be gospel. Heads John's idea, tails Chad. All right, let's turn it into a competition. Okay. I want John and you want Chad. Okay, here we go. Best of three. Okay. Five. Okay, here we go. Who's who? (laughs) Heads Heads is John, John, tails is Chad. I feel better being heads. First toss, heads. It's always heads. No, I haven't said yet. First toss right, is heads. Ahead. Okay, knew, come on. So that's one first. for John. The question is, can I get in on the second act toss? It's a tail. Oh my word! All right, it's here we go. Ready? This definitive, yeah, ready. definitive answer. Come on! It's a head. It was John. Yes. That's another great victory for you. Oh mate! Well done, John. <laughs> yeah, really good idea. Well executed. Mm. I will also give John credit for one of the best guitar riffs ever committed to... To record. Cassette tape, vinyl, digital releases. What a guitar riff. Difficult to play Mm. properly because... Difficult or impossible? Well, it's not impossible. It's unprobable. difficult. Improbable. But not impossible. No. Um, because Good. it's a lot of it's easy enough to play if you're just picking the strings single strings but the way it is well, played think, yes is heavy muting on this song you are playing all of the strings all of the time and you're just muting out the ones you don't want that's why wow. that's why John is capable or John or Josh when they're playing it mm. helps to have big hands on this one I tell you because I've got small baby hands and um I, well, I struggled. Be, 
better small baby hands than your wife, who's now a one-handed yeah, individual. Hand off. Uh, oh, you've gone. Come back. Oh, yeah, I'm yes. back. Um, it's so tough. You, you, you're muting all of the strings, and that's why John and Josh can move around so much when they're playing it, because they're not trying to hit individual strings. Mm, uh, yeah. Very, very difficult. Uh, and it doesn't give you an indication of how to in the i brought the tab book it doesn't show you how to play it i worked out my own way of playing it which you know mm. watching live performances looks like the way john plays it um you know it's and you were happy with how you executed it very rarely because my small hands Christ. would would it was difficult difficult mate hello ben here recording after the fact through a worse microphone uh, just wanted to clarify something where I was uh, talking about the muting technique used for the can't stop intros and verses. Um, you're not necessarily trying to strum across all five strings when you're playing uh, the riff using the muted technique. You could be aiming for target strings, but it doesn't matter if you if you catch the, um, the extraneous strings you don't want to ring out because you are muting them. Uh, so it means you can use a lot more of a strummy action than a picking action. Uh, so you will then see John uh, and uh, Josh being able to jump around the stage uh, like a John and Josh possessed uh, when they're playing it because they're not having to concentrate on picking individual strings. Not necessarily trying to play all five strings, but it wouldn't matter too much if you did. Can't Stop was the one, the one time in the lukewarms where we broke down all together and had to start yeah, again. happened once. It was at the... Just once. What was that pub called? It was at the Ferryman and Ferryman Firkin. and Firkin. No longer there now. It's, a Indian, it's no. an Indian restaurant. Yeah. I think it was that performance uh, which put the, the, the nail in the coffin. Total breakdown. Total eclipse of the heart. Oh, bunny time. Turn around bright eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, wonderful chorus. Pulsing drums. Repeating notes. Um, yes, I, I would just like to mention the, the role... Um, out of the bridge. I think it's out of the bridge. You're really skipping ahead. Yeah, go on then. Well, I just think it's a fantastic role. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've written down here, <laughs> out of bridge, great role. Jack doesn't mention it, but maybe it's run of the mill for him, but I love it. What The, the, the bit I like on the drums is that um, uh, on verse two, halfway through verse two, one minute 45, he kind of plays a little fill which spills into the next bar. And then he gets back mm. on track. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I, I'm still a little bit staggered about the, about the um, delay on Anthony's I can see, yeah, you're struggling. What a kick sound. Um, the kick drum sound on this is massive, though. Does Jack, Jack talks about the lack of cymbals as well, doesn't he? He does. He, have, he, have you got a copy of the notes? No, there? no, I, I sent them to you no, so you could print them out. You're, you're relying on me. Which yeah, is I'm never sorry, really I am, yeah way to be you've got to do something he does I know he does talk about a lack of symbols well that's sort of ties in with what he says about keeping it simple because there's hardly any symbol work and for such a big song you know you'd think there would be opportunity to, to throw in a few symbols and maybe he does when they play it live I think it's a but here, yeah, I think it's a you know it's a choice isn't it well everything's a choice I suppose um <laughs> Now, Flea in the verses is playing a variation on what John's playing on the bass. Most clearly, you can make you you, you can clearly hear it when John's playing the guitar solo and Flea's playing that bass part. But when it hits the chorus, John's going to chords, and Flea is released. 
He plays a wonderful bass line, starting low, running up high. Um, reminds me of the in in uh, in style to the chorus bass, the chorus line for the the bass line for the chorus of Aeroplane, which is very similar. It starts low and it runs oh, up high. But Flea is released to run wild during the choruses. It's wonderful stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 is. Just, just my thoughts go back to the bridge because I think it's as much as I love, you know, the, the choruses and the verses. That bridge, I always love performing it. It's just perfection. It's just what the song needs. It's a, it acts as a, a you know, a break as it should, but it, it's, it's respite from everything else that's happened and everything that's going to happen. Mm. But I love, I loved, I love singing it. I love listening to it. It's a, it's, it's a standalone, brilliant piece of music. I, as far as I'm I couldn't agree more. And there's real, there's real examples of real inventiveness from both John and Flea here. Flea, yeah. Flea, uh, while he's playing under the bridge, is playing only on the one-two of the bar. So the bar is one, obviously one, two, three, four. Flea's only playing one, two, and does not play anything on the three, four. So he's only playing no. half-time. He's playing really stop-starty, um, a really stop-starty bass line. It's so, so inventive. Sounds John's so work, good. John's stuttery gu- guitar delivery as well. Yeah, well, John's playing reggae-style upstrokes. Yeah, it's just just brilliant. Little variations. That's a nice thing from John here, and it is kind of classic for Shante. He's normally on the fourth chord of each bar, so... The one, two, three, four, the fourth time he plays the chord on each bar. He's just doing a subtle variation. He's changing one note. Mm. So up, 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 slightly different, if that makes mm. sense. Uh, well, it was certainly a series of words. Yes, it was. It was um, up three times, then slightly different. Yeah, <laughs> that's, how, that's how it panned out. And great from the swan here. Lovely, lovely delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. And uh, John, yeah. and then you get the arpeggio playing from John over the top, playing those kind of what we call the high Hawaiian chords. Um, yeah, and his brilliant backing vocals, sort of with a sort of uh, liquidy effect on them. Yes, yes, yeah, liquid. Well, it's liquid silk, isn't it? it well, it's it's actually not. What? But, yeah, I know, because <laughs> it's kind of sort of broken up, isn't it? It's the anti-silk. That, yeah, it's liquid, but it's not silk. Wow. That's the first time that something hasn't been liquid silk. That it was liquid. Um, well, the backing vocals throughout this whole song are brilliant. Again, we're well, just they are, gonna... but just just that, that you don't often hear that. You know, John does a lot of ooze, a lot of ours. He has he mm. has styles of backing that he does a lot. This effect on his voice is not something that's that common. I'll have to go back and listen to that. That's something to look out for. That really is something to look out for. It's more obvious than some of the other things to look out for. Well, look out for this. When John has played the guitar solo on his big muff pie from Electro Harmonics, mm. um, he then doesn't go back, does he? He then keeps playing the lead into the, into the last verse. And there is no rhythm guitar until he finishes st- at the start of the, the last verse. It's the roll out of the bridge. I said the roll out of the bridge, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Fine. Last verse is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Last verse is really interesting Sorry, in structure. Because of what you were talking about, I was lit hearing the music in my head and then I heard that roll again. Do you ever stop thinking about that roll? <laughs> Very rarely. Um, the last verse 
builds up and then breaks down again, doesn't it? So it, everybody oh, drops it out. At four minutes, the backing vocals are out. At four ten, drop out in stages, yeah, don't Four they, yeah. ten, the drums out. Four twenty, yeah. the guitar and bass is out. And of yeah. course, um, and then you have right, that then, big uh, moment. Right. Yeah, right at the end, the swan drops out, and then he drops out, and then you're just left with his delay. Yeah. And then that drops out and then shortly the, after that. Yeah, and then the new song starts. But I always thought that was a pure delivery, but it isn't. Crazy days. Crazy days. <laughs> Jack Johnson's changed my life in more ways than one. Mind blown. Uh, listen at 409 and 418. John slightly changes the rhythm he's playing and just throws in little bits of um, elaboration, uh, which is there. You've got to listen out for it. Something to look out for, maybe. Yes. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Uh, particularly with a song like this, you know, it comes on, you immediately jump up, start dancing, and celebrating the fact that it can't stop in your life again. Hmm. But actually, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot to look out for here. And that, I think, is what we can take away from this. It's not just an anthem. It's, it's a, an anthem full of things to look out for. An anthem full of detail. You're quite right there. Yeah, a detailed anthem, if you will. Mm. Anthem. Okay, so shall we celebrate? Um, well, can't stop. It's a come down, isn't it? It's a come down. Is it? The next one. Ah, oh, the next one's great though. It's a great song, but it's a change of a change of pace. Let's learn about that in a minute. In a way yep. that we have. Done before. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes, this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Bye. No, don't put that oh, in. I'm leaving it. it. I'm leaving it. No. Bye. No. Come again and tell me where you want to go. What it means to me to be with you alone. Close the door and no one has to know how we are. Come along and go along with me. Wander with me, yo. It's all for free. I could die for you. Okay, coming out there of I Could Die For You, maximum volume into the ear canals. Before mm. we talk about this song, Sam, we have been remiss the past few episodes. We haven't mentioned the ambassadorship programme. Fuck. I know. So, let's remind all listeners, new and old, that yes. uh, should you wish... exactly what is on offer. What's on offer here is a chance to represent this podcast around the world, wherever you live, whatever country. We will send you, if you apply by email, ask to be an ambassador for the podcast. We have ambassadors all around the world. We do. We will send you by good old post. Hmm. Snail mail. Snail mail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something I came up with. Uh, we will send you a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast universally speaking the red hot chili peppers podcast ambassador badge yes to apply to apply for this comfort role simply email me at bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com yes and you shall you you shall receive a badge anywhere in the world you will get a badge you also get a digital copy of life facts it's it's an expensive business this but uh Hey ho, we said we'd do yeah. it and we will. We ordered a shitload of badges, we've still got some left. Yeah, so we've got to get rid of them, we've got to offload them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on, you mothers. <laughs> yeah, do it. Okay, so, yeah, go to the website bentownsandmusic.net or email me on bentownsandmusic at hotmail.com. Um, just a quick list of the things now that I'm doing it. Um, Sam, on uh, Reddit, you are universally RHCP odd Sam. 
I am Unispeak. I am. I am Unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast. On Twitter, I am universally RHCP. Sam, on Twitter, you are. At Stack Townsend. And on Instagram, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. As you can see, what wonderful corporate branding. All the names are exactly the same. Very easy to remember. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uniformity. Uniformity at all times. Uniformity speaking. Very good. That would be the Thank Uniform you. podcast. <laughs> yes, it would. It's a <laughs> podcast of the history of school uniforms. Oh, that'd be belter. When you, what did you used to wear to school then? What was your, what was your uniform when you went to high school? It was a classic case of a black, a black shoe. Oh wow! I'm going to shock you in a minute. Mm. A grey trouser. Go on. And then in the winter, it was a, a choice of grey or white shirts. Indeed, that's exactly right. With the, with the tie. Which was orange and yellow. Yeah, and a, a grey jumper. It was grey-based. Very grey. I wore exactly the, the same. I wore exactly the same, but I didn't wear black shoes. I was very, very smart in a Clark's sandal. Not a sandal. No, no not yeah. a sandal. <laughs> That'd have been weird. What's the shoe that we used to buy? A buckle up shoe. It was certainly yeah. there's well, a buckle across it. Buckle my shoe. Take care of me because it might be you. That, oh, very good. That's what I used to say to the teacher if they yeah. were like giving me jib. Buckle my shoe. Real off. Quote a song that was twenty years into the future. Twenty years hence. How many years hence was it? No, 10 or so. Yeah, about that, yeah. Okay, so, I could die for you. I said yeah. uh, I said earlier that I like 80% of these songs that we oh, do today. Is this one that you don't like? No, I love this one. Oh, great. Absolutely great song. I loved it from the first time I heard it, um, and I still do, and I've loved it every time in between. <laughs> Good. No, I really like it too. It's got that lovely laid-back beginning. John's that lovely, lovely, clean kind of stratty sound. Um, So simple, just an open A chord, and he's changing it to an A major seventh just by adding, uh, playing the the fourth fret on the top E string. Mm. Flea's playing essentially the same note with the little variations on that intro, very high up. It's a beautiful beginning. I absolutely love it. Well, it is. And then as JJ says, those huge symbols from Chad. Mm. Hit, me with, hit, hit me with some drum information. Well, he comes in with those massive symbols, and they are huge. And then, he, and then JJ goes on to talk about that, that, that feel, that, that's, you know, that feel to begin with. It's incredible timing. He talks about the musicality of it you know, possibly being the most musical feel that Chad's ever played in, in an RHCP song. And by RHCP, of course, I'm referring to Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. All the Red Hot Chili Pipers. In verse yes. one, the bloody hell. When the, key, when the keys come in, in the left ear, they are loud. Yeah, they are. Maybe slightly they overmixed. Really Maybe slightly but, overmixed. Well, yeah, p- possibly. But I do think that the, the whole song has a kind of orchestral feel to it. You know, as as Jack talks about there, and then and then that there's other examples coming up of, of an orchestral feel. I think in other songs on this album, you're absolutely right. We're going to have an orchestral are, one too. Yeah, I think we we could we could well have. Also, I, I also think at times the swan seems a bit high in the mix. 
Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I think the swan is on point on this song. He sounds brilliant. But oh, you're he right. sounds great. But yes, he sounds yes, great. you're right. It's a, it's a bit of an odd mix. You're right. Um, I've put the swan sounds magical. Uh, great. Wow. Yeah, really nice. Um, this is what I'd give to you because I get it free. John's playing a B minor chord and he's playing with an additional high, you know, the top E string on the 12th fret. Mm. That's a very distinctive, by the way, era sound. He plays mm. a lot of embellished chords on, on this album. Um, and uh, well, well, there are those, of course, who say that he, he was at the height of his powers. There are those people, very much so. But then there's other people who point out that he's not. He possibly could have been at the height of his powers at, at Stadium era. Yeah, and the some say that he was at the height of his powers during Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah, there are. So there is a debate there. Mm. And there's, there's even some who say he was at the height of his powers during Mother's Milk. Mm, there are fewer. Mm. And some. So he was at Hyper's Powers during Californication, but they're wrong. Mm, they're, I can understand why some people might say that, though. Mm. So, yeah, email in, bentownsendmusic.net. When was John at the height of his powers? Mm, How's I that mean, still that to come? That's an interesting debate. Oh, let's hope so. Um, Will we ever find out? Well, who knows at this rate, no. Um, interesting work from Flea here on verse one. He starts low, and halfway through the verse, he moves up an octave. And then leading into the chorus, he moves up another octave, gets very high. Um, yeah, it's chorus one is just those single symbols as well from Chad, those big symbols we talked yes. about. Yes, yeah, that's right, those lovely big symbols. And it relies on the swan nailing it, and he nails it, that first chorus. Yeah, and of course they played this the first time we ever heard it was in Paris. Yes, gay Paris, indeed. Um, and he nailed it 90%, I'd say. Yeah, so, I'd, you know, if you're going to say he nailed it 90%, he didn't nail it. Well, no, he nailed it for 90% of okay. the time. Okay, and what did and he do for the other 10%? He... I wouldn't say he was using a screw. No, he wasn't He wasn't a screw. He wasn't using a screw, screwdriver. He was using an aerial screw. No, well, maybe he was. Uh, <laughs> but yes. it, wasn't a, it wasn't a smooth nail. No, it was... Was it a rule plug? Was he putting up a shelf? Oh, God, no. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I, what I will say is that I have been to the place in Germany where the uh, wall plug is manufactured. Have you? And was invented, yes. Hang on, which one? Because they surely wall plugs... The are, one. Surely wall plugs no, the, are manufactured in more than one it's place. It's trademarked. Is it? Uh, no, the, the, the wall plug. Ah, OK. Why did you go there? It sounds like... I, was just, I just happened to be there. You didn't go there. You happened to be at a rule plug factory. No, I didn't go to the factory. I was I was outside it just by chance, hanging around the rule plug factory. Well, you know me, trying to scav cheap rule plugs. Yeah, and and it was it was wonderful, and it is one of the most successful plugs ever. So when I was younger, I used to think it was it was called a wall plug for obvious reasons. Well, I think it's it's been highly successful as we've as we've you know as we said, but they could have named it something that sounded less like wall. Yeah, they could have. Cause I but thought, maybe he was called Mr. Wall, I don't know. Write in. Email in, bentownsendmusic.net. What's your favourite plug? Right, anyway, moving on. Um, I've gone all of a, of a kerfuffle here. Well, it's because uh, of this yeah, loving the, I love that small break. After chorus one, it just settles down before it goes into uh, verse two. John does a little flick, a little hammer-pull flick. Chad's just gently riding that ride, 
And then all yeah, of a sudden... So the, uh, before you go any further, go I would just like to say that the ride symbol here, Jack mentions it, he uses it a lot more, uh, you know, in a more prominent way than normal. And at times in the song where he doesn't normally play it. And it makes a hell of a difference. Certainly does. It, it, I love the rides. I love Chad's ride symbol sound. Um, mm. Love it when he uses the bell of the ride. Love it when he uses the, the symbol part of the ride. The, uh, mm. the rest of the ride, as it's called, technically, in drumming circles. Mm. But then, listen... You the get ride the, of the ride. The ride of the ride. You get the keys, the bass, the guitar, the drums, all building into verse two, and it really takes off at that point, doesn't it? It does. It does. And again, it, you know, it's a great bridge. It's another great oh, bridge. Oh, mate, it's yeah. It's, 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 a, it's one of my favourite Chili's moments, I think, when you, you slide into that bridge. And it gets all funky. Yeah, and, that, and the, the nice double time work there from Chad. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. It, 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 funny enough, uh, th- this song is a song that did strike me straight away. And actually, it, you might have thought it would be the other way around. As opposed to what? As opposed to something like the Zephyr song or can't, even Can't Stop. Really? Was for me a grower. Really? Whereas this... Yeah, just it was, it was, and now of course I, I fully appreciate it for the for the fantastic, great song that it is. It's su- go on, but but I I was drawn to something like I could die for you straight away. So it, you know, make of that what you will. Well, surprising news here on University Speaking the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Breaking news. Hmm. What I like yeah, about well, it. By the time- Everyone else says it, it won't be breaking. No, it'll be old. Uh, it'll be can you make more noise on that chair, please? Uh, <laughs> just, no, honestly, Sam, I'm just... afraid, Sam. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I will not stop hounding you about this. You can't stop. But I am addicted to the shindig. Uh, <laughs> um, I love John's guitar work here. I do just have to say something, and it's not about chocolate oranges. But he no. plays a lovely, 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 wonderfully complex chord, the C-sharp at 11 um mm. during they uh 115 they move into the new part we skip past a bit where it goes high and really stretches the swan the second half of verse two yes before the it bridge. is john it changes key and john is playing that that lovely complex c sharp at 11 he's also playing a high version of a which he stretches the chord out to play on the high string 16th fret like i said a lot of this going on during the by the way era really mm. lush interesting chords that he's playing um well and and that again that word lush you know that th- there is numerous times when you just feel enveloped by a luscious musical surrounding yeah you do and that's not easy to achieve it's like a warm bath of lush music it, it is actually or a swimming pool of lush music imagine if you listened to this while you were in a, war- a hot bath <sighs> wow i mean it's doable it's doable, it's not recommended. Isn't it? Or is it? We can recommend that. It might be too lush, though, that's what I'm thinking. Too might, lush, might yeah, too it's much. too lush. But a really bubbly bath, though, surely? Oh, I don't know about bubble bath anymore. Oh, I, I, well, we won't go into, into bathing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move past that. I don't want the world either. to know that I like bubble baths. <laughs> well, it's too late. I love bubble bath. At least it's at least it's bubble bath they're finding out you like, and not some of the other things we've discussed so far in this episode. Exactly. Ooh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the last chorus. Now, during the during the during the choruses, John does a lovely four note step down. Um, 
Oh, God. He, um, he's thrown. He's thrown. He's thrown. He, it's his brother, my chap. I've got to get it back on, on topic. Listen. <laughs> listen, um, listen at 2.45. He does it on the last chorus. Uh, a four-note step down. Uh, it really works nicely. He also does it on an earlier chorus. Um, I could die for you. Blah, 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 blah. Then it goes, bam, 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 bam. Brilliant. Uh, mm. It all goes down, though. Uh, what are your thoughts on the pronunci- pronunciation of the word oi? Oi, yeah, it's an interesting one. And actually, I was... Oi, could die I don't like for... it. don't like it. Oi, I think it makes it easier out. to sing. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah. Now, I do just have to say, uh, chocolate oranges are available at Rawlinson's. But also, what I just said was a lie. Um, that four-note ah. step down happens earlier in the song. Then at 2.45, he does a lovely little triple hammer pull. He goes... Diddly, diddly, diddly. Great. Very difficult to notice, but, you know, have a listen. I think you'll find it. Well, those things, this is why, you know, you you are more technically minded than I am, and you pick out these things. Well, get this in your technical brain. At 2.52 and three minutes, he plays a much higher version of the F-sharp minor chord that he's been playing throughout, and it's distinctively higher. Again, it's just another example of a really inventive chord play. Really nice. Really, really nice. Uh, It's incredible, isn't it, what what they come up with and, and the... The variations on a theme, it has to be said. Of course. But it's, you know, once you're locked into a song, it, it, it can be referred, referred to as a theme. Certainly can be, and I think you're right. Um, and it's that thematic journey that they take us on a lot of the songs that make them mm. work so well. Uh, it's not just verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, outro. No, not always. I mean, this one is strange structure. Intro, verse, sl- sparse chorus... Verse two, which then evolves and steps up to full chorus, to funky breakdown, to chorus and out. Bosh, mm. job done. So, and it, it actually, it is a bit of a bish bash bosh, isn't it? This one because it's not very long. No, in and out, lovely, great song. Um, anything else to say about I could die for you or Oi could die for you? I would just for those people who don't necessarily give it the credit it deserves, in future, please do. Thank you. I think that's a worthwhile, a worthwhile PSA. Over the love of life, over the moon of midnight, let's do it all this time into the shadow showing into the rolling tide over the ocean so wide. Let's do it all this time. Everyone wishing where we go and Coming out of midnight again at full volume. Wow, that is. Mm. I said it was goosebumps time. That is a magnificent song. I tell you what, that might be the best song that doesn't necessarily get as much credit as it deserves. I hear you. I hear you because it's not a. a, a a traditional Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers song, is it? No, you think you think of By The Way and you think of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and you don't think of Midnight. No, although sometimes I do, because I love it that well, much. Yeah, sometimes it's inevitable mm. that you do think of Midnight. Mm. But... I know what you mean. It's I know just... Mean. Um, it's, it's a sleeping giant It certainly is, and when it wakes up, it really wakes up. That song oh, man, goes wakes up. places that you could not imagine. 
that I think I think for me what stands out just head and shoulders above anything else is the is the vocal harmonies. Yeah, they're just brilliant. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and so varied. There's so much there to enjoy. There's so much going on. It's got my favourite John backing vocal line of all time. I think, um, which is at three twenty one when he comes in with "Over the Ocean So Wide." Oh, mate, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. That that is a standout moment in the song. And, and also, what really helps is I love the lyrical imagery that the Swan paints in this yeah, song as well. It's brilliant. I love the yeah. lyrics. I don't know why, but straight away I'm in a graveyard. Yeah, yeah no, but like, it's just a great scene-setting intro, isn't it? It's Yeah, a misty graveyard. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 can, I can see that. That's, that's, where I, that's where I start. It's unlike anything and, else. Yeah, and I love the fact that it starts with that fantastic scene-setting sound and then well just that final downstroke on the guitar yeah. brings it back. It brings it back to that. Lovely. It's, it's amazing. And then it finishes, just to go to the end, it finishes on an absolutely wonderful bass note which leads perfectly into Throw Away Your Television as well yeah, good. when you're listening to it in full. Good track listing. It's very, very well done. Well, what you're listening to there on the intro is the... Um, big, powerful string swells, aren't they? Because it's a string arrangement that, that John did, mm. a string section. Um, and it, oh, so this is, this is orchestral... I believe this is, this is proper full strings, and uh, if yeah. that intro follows the cause of the chorus, so it's foreshadowing yeah. what you're going to get. In the, the song's... Well, the song's... Very clever, very clever, because clever. then you're already familiar. Cle- you're already familiar with it when it, when it arrives. Uh, the band joins at 22, 022, and you've got that big wooing noise thoughts oh it's windy yeah it's got it's got windy it's got like noise yeah. but that's for that 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 i think it's that that puts that me in the graveyard in, in mid-november oh fair enough just after my birthday yeah yeah, yeah fair uh love simple chords i mean this is some really simple stuff at the beginning on john's just playing an f sharp minor to d um flea's playing a nice descending bass line it's got a clever bass line and we're back on the ride again. We're back on the loose ride from the myth. The drum, we're back on the, the drum machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, he keeps it simple in this song, but um, he just keeps it moving, and that's his job. John's straight into backing vocals. Actually, he gets in there on verse one this time. From, yeah, fi- from fifty-four seconds, he's doing the uh, the you know doing the altern- alternating lines, resonating in, and then John's straight in on the shape of things to come. Oh, this, uh, honestly, this song is awesome. Uh, and and sometimes I find it difficult to convey how strongly I feel about particular things but the way that the Swan and John sound together on this song is absolutely magical it certainly is and actually it's got a magical vibe the whole song has a magical vibe it's mid-November it's magic time over the laws of light over the moon by midnight it's, it's actually a song set in a graveyard in mid-November, but by the end of it, you are completely uplifted. Yeah, it, it's the most uplifting song on the, on the album. Um, mm. It's got some lovely little bits of guitar bits. Listen to 105. Normally, John's playing fills on the D, little hammers and pulls, but at 105, he does a little slide-up, catches the next string. little variation. Mm. It's very nice. Oh, did you hear the Chad's um, The Myths Toms? Very pronounced in this song. They roll, when he rolls, they roll across your ears. But back and yeah. forth, ping pong, back and forth, left and, and then it's up at pre-chorus one. It's goosebumps from here on in because um, you get that again. Spooky. It's mid-November. It's magical. Mm. 
that mm. John's playing the open E and B, B strings. That little kind of noise that fades out, comes in strong, yeah, fades out. Yeah. It's those details. It is those details to a song like this. Because once, you, once you're involved with it, you're going you're gonna to pick out those, those little extra things, those little extra details. And it, the end result is a... I think I'm going to say masterpiece. Yeah, I agree. It is a masterpiece. Midnight is a masterpiece. Um, and I didn't think I'd be saying that. I didn't think I'd be saying no. that. Then. Have a listen to the... Um, as they come out the pre-chorus into the first chorus, Flea's playing a three-note repeating riff across the F that they're playing. Um, just builds into it. Really nice. And then the shaker comes straight in on chorus one, doesn't it? They, they, don't, they don't muck about. That's one, of those, that's one of those minor details, you yeah. see. JF playing the high-accented strums, that kind of classic John Frusciante song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lovely. And, it, it, of course, it's something we're familiar with, but not in, necessarily in mid-November. In a graveyard. So, yeah, exactly. Imagine doing that in mid-November in a graveyard. Playing some high-accented strums five times. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, yeah, it's great stuff. And on the choruses, Flea is playing the, the lead line from the string intro. But again, it's that, it's that use of, of the familiar. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just reinforcing it, what was previously foreshadowed. It's reinforcing what's already been, been said and already enjoyed. Uh, lovely um, verse two. In, there's some big, big synth sounds, or key sounds coming in at the start of verse two in the left ear, and it's got the classic Frusciante R's, those backing vocals. Uh, he maintains the alternate line backing singing he did in verse one, but brings in those mm. big, you know, the, the classic Frusciante sound. Well, what I love is you've got the classic, you've got classic falsetto, John, of course that we that we know and mm-hmm. love, but you've also got that. Secondary sound, that kind that of lower baritone sound, yeah, yeah, and it's ah, oh, and that's like over the moon by midnight. That ah, uh, oh, it's we've described oh, it before. It's making me make a funny it noise. Is. We've described it before as sounding a slightly empty sounding voice in the best possible way. Yeah, yeah, it, yes, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. It's it's, but yet full bodied. Mm. That's the that's the. It, I guess that's why it's so mesmerising because you hear it and it works so well and it sounds like no other voice I, I don't think you can compare it to anyone else's voice even try that's the thing about don't it don't even bother no, no but uh, it uh, when when for shot we've said it we, we're bound to have said it before we like john for shot <laughs> yeah he's gonna be on when he comes on we'll tell him oh god if you can if you can even form words when john comes on the podcast i'll be surprised mm, yeah will you shout wednesday's song it, at him I'll insist that he performs Wednesday. I can't sing it acoustically. I can't sing it. It's too high. I know he yeah, can. Then you can he, play he, him he the acoustic. Yeah. acoustic. Actually, John, I think you'll find. I tell you, I, I tell you, what would be brilliant is if um, he came on and he played a song and I sang with him. That would just be wonderful. Wouldn't what it? am I doing at this point? It was <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a couple of things I, did, I hadn't noticed before. At two forty-four. We're on, in the lead-in to the chorus, everyone wishing well we go. There's synth stabs or string stabs come in there. And um, there's also, and at 310, when the strings come in massively, uh, there's... Massively. Massively. There's also pulsing strings as well. String, 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 string. No, not like that before. No. And that, that's I, the point I, where we get the best ever back in Vox. I'll have to believe you. You're going to have to believe me on this one. I'm You've afraid. noticed it once, I've never noticed no, no, it. No, I, I am listening on a particularly 
good quality pair of headphones. Hi, you are, yes, you are. We hit the last chorus, fully backing vocals oh. now. Yes. Go on. Are we, are we going to, presumably we're going to talk about the, the, the choice to repeat once more than you would imagine? Yeah, we will, yeah. Please carry on. Uh, I love John's backing vocals on We Are The Lotus Kids. He kind of sings that, yeah. sings that a little bit higher. Really nice. Massive sweeping strings. Everything is now thrown in. Part of the kitchen sink. Every, it's the kitchen sink. It's the kitchen it sink is. debate. It's the kitchen sink. It's all there. We're all riding the crest of this musical wave, and it feels fantastic. So the question is then, does it go on one round too long? No. Right, that's it. We've done it. Because I'll tell you why. Go on. I thought about this while I was listening to it then. How did they know that this wasn't going to be one round too long? I'll tell you how. Because they were having the time of their lives and they knew that the people listening would be as well. And it's a pleasure and a gift that they go round once more. What I find is when I'm listening to this with with someone for the first time, I feel Mm. that it goes on for one round too long. When I'm enjoying it myself, I, I I do not feel that at all. So are you saying that the enjoyment cannot be experienced on the first time, but from the second time onwards it can be? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, I thought that's what you were yeah, saying. Just to make that clear. And I think it's probably right. It's just... Oh, there are certain songs... No, mate. Okay, no, so what mate. are you saying? You disagree? I just think sometimes I feel... if I'm, For example, if I'm listening to it with someone who's listening to it for the first time, that it goes on one, one round too long. Much like I feel that way about uh, The Great Beyond by R.E.M. We'll now move on to Throw Away Your Television. Yes, we will. All right then, see you later. Okay, then, out we come and throw away your television. Given that mm. I have said that I love 80% of the tunes we're listening to, we've now listened to five, and I've loved everyone so far. You may be able to extrapolate something from that. Well, what's your, using my, what's your thoughts? My thoughts going into this song were that this is by far the worst song that we're going to listen to this evening. Yep. Having just listened to it, uh, I, I really quite like it. Why do you like it? Several reasons. Talk me through them. The, obviously, the, fir- the first one being that the bass part is, is sweet. Disagree, but go on. Well, I, th- I think this is how it made it on. You know, oh, yeah. This, it, Flea yeah, comes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Flea comes up with this, you know, this, this lovely bass part. He's feeling ostracised anyway. Yes, yeah, no, agreed. And he comes in and he, he insists that this gets on the album, no matter two what. Two things there. Good you, Whether that's true or not, of course. Well, I don't two know. things. Good use of the word ostracised, for one. Ostrich. That's right. Sized. And I don't think it's a particularly good bass line, really. It, it, I think it's it, I can actually. see why it's on the album, but it's just... It, 
amazing as Flea is, this is ploddy and it doesn't do it. You know, as we say, for me, I am (laughs) HO. It doesn't do anything for me. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I think that's how we ended. You know, ended up being on. Um, I I will just say, and this is, I was listening to the song. I had to listen to it one and a half times. Because while I was listening to it, my mind drifted away. I just started to think about our wonderful stepfather, Gordon. Oh, what did you start thinking about that for? I was just thinking about him and how much of a you know, wonderful man how he was. How much we love him and how much and we love him. And then I realised I wasn't listening to the song. Yeah. I mean, because you, 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 you've enjoyed the song so much. I mean... Yeah. Well, it, it captivates Hang on, me. well, let's just shout out then, if we're doing this. Cheers, yeah. Gordon. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's have a drink to, to yeah. our wonderful and, and much, he much was. stepdad. Gordon, oh my word! What what a guy! What a guy! And um, first Christmas without yeah, him coming up. Yeah, he just is always in our in our hearts and minds. He certainly is. I'm looking at a picture Even of him right now, where I'm holding uh, that massive ham on we bought, and he looks he mm. looks uh, keen to to crack into that big. Oh, he that big was. Ham on. He was. He was. God keen. bless him. Yes. So yeah, he just came into my mind, and uh, I just had just thought I'd mention him because yeah, what a what a guy he was. Yeah, well so that being said, oh god, now you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, okay. So Jack talks about this. You know, he he thinks the drums sound amazing, but the drums the drums are, are a point here. Chad's playing something quite unusual, really, all the way through. It's tom bass mm. and but big. They're toms. across the ears as well again, and snares in the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so straight away you you. You're left with a sound which is unfamiliar. Does that make it more difficult to digest? For me, no. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Well, you just don't like it. No, I just digest it really easily. Okay. okay. (laughs) Well, you digest it easily, but do you enjoy doing it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think I, I, I actually take out... We, we've been here before, haven't we? Where you've got a, a potentially a a, a, um, a piece of music where, where all the players are sounding great. I think that's true here. I think this is a good instrumental. The Swan, I don't think, comes up with the goods here. I've got nothing against the Swan's performance. My problem with the song as a whole is it it rains itself in, rains itself in, rains itself in. When it finally actually releases with a guitar solo. It then finishes which straight, is beautiful, which is great. Yeah, it then finishes straight yeah. away, pretty much. Um, well, then Chad breaks it breaks out from that that Tommy beat and goes no, into a more when it gets into that solo and Flea then rides free. Um, Chad's yeah. on the uh, the bass releases. Chad again is he is back on the ride, the bell of the ride, or the the rest of the ride, as we say. Um, and it's been holding back and holding back. It releases and then finishes. And that's why I love the song when they do it live, because I love that outro, the Mm. Don't You Ever Leave outro. It's massively missing that continued build on the album. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I do agree. But one thing I did appreciate here, the the solo's unusual but great. And I love the way he refuses to stop playing the guitar solo, even when the rest of the band go back into yeah, the song. Yeah. Well, the rest of the band don't. Con- continues throughout. Well, Flea drops out for that part. Well, true, yeah. but the swan, you know, the swan comes back yeah. in and finishes it off. But John just carries on playing that 
that, that well let's sound. let's do a, a, a ptp then shall we how would you describe it I'll, I'll tell you exactly how i'd describe it i'll tell you how he achieves it ptp okay. pedal technical point for the guitar solo yeah. he is playing through a line six fm4 filter modeling pedal and he's playing mm. it on the Obi-Wire effect. And he's also got a slapback delay on it. Because all the way through the, through the song, he's got effects on the pedals. He's got delay on those first string stabs. He's got delay on it. Then, he has, then he's uh, using a phaser, using the Moog 12... <laughs> the Moog 12-stage phaser. Uh, well, you know... <laughs> no, don't, hang on, don't you mean, don't you mean the Moog 12? Stage phaser. Stage phaser. <laughs> I confused myself there. <laughs> well, I know it's on stage. It's on his pedal board. <laughs> Yes, he's, he's, yeah. that phase effect is the Moog 12 stage phaser. Uh, you know, one of those kind of wooden-looking boxes that he uses on his pedal board. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's for the uh, the kind of sweeping sounds uh, on the verses. And the, on the verse two, it's got that juddering phasing as well. Uh, he uses an octaver on this, uh, I think, on verse two. I think he's got an octaver set one up for those nice that nice guitar part where he's holding the notes. Bow, 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 bow. So that, oh yeah, that's gorgeous. Uh, and that's the thing. This, even this song, which is you know much maligned, really, it does have some true, some real, real quality. Moments. Yeah, you, you'll struggle to find a a, a, a Fashante era song that doesn't have quality moments in it. Okay, here's a question for you, and I know this is coming out. I know what you're going to say. It's, it's not well, that far out of the left field because I think I know what you're going to say. But go for it. No, I don't think you do. Ask it, and then I'll tell you whether I... You know, <laughs> OK. Do you prefer this song, Throw Away Your Television, or Warm Tape? Oh, Warm Tape. Right, fine. And that's not what you thought I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I thought you were going to say, do you prefer um, Throw Away Your Television or The Righteous and the Wicked or, or Naked in the Rain? Oh, OK. And, and what's the answer to that question? I prefer The Righteous and the Wicked, uh, but I don't prefer Naked in the Rain. No, no, it's not that. Well, actually, I do. Just change oh, my right. mind. Yeah, change I just remembered how good the chorus is for Naked in the Rain. So, yeah, there you go. But OK, but what about the fact that it does translate so well live? Well, that's, that's, that... that's definitely got a tick in the plus column. For that, but it doesn't yeah, doesn't right. save the album version, I'm afraid, and it can't. No, uh, no. I mean, it, it is a it is a low point, but I still, for me, it still carries itself through nicely, based on um, you know the the musicality. No, ju- yeah, but just just the you know the fact that the only thing I don't think the swan covers himself in that's interesting you said that why what's the problem with the swan's performance I've not got an issue with it well I just I just don't the second use of the word oi on the album after oi could die for you yeah and then the second third and fourth uses yes very good but I, I don't know I just think lyrically it's reasonably you know second rate from him uh, uh, oh, yeah, and and vocally, I don't, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't go I, anywhere. I, I, That's the problem. Find, it doesn't give him a chance. Yeah, I think it doesn't give the, him a chance to to shine. So you're saying he does his best, but the source material is flawed. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you may be right. You may be right. Get it off the album. Keep it off the album. Is that what no, you're saying? It's impossible. No, you I can't. just. 
There's bound to be there's bound to be better B sides. Yeah, there are. Yeah. As when I said, we talked about are. the Zephyr song and what the B sides were on that. There's there's certainly yeah. songs there which I'd rather have on the album than throw away television. Yeah, and and this I think comes back to the point: how did this end up on the album? And I can only put it at the and and this would be very if they want to come on and you know clarify exactly how how it happened. But with, without that, we can only assume that it was because yeah, of I think, so. I think and you know love him as we do. Oh, I do love him. He's a he's a, an absolute gem. He of certainly a man. is. You're a gem of Manfley. Hashtag gem of a man for the podcast. Uh, right, we take any of them, any of them. <laughs> well, anybody that's met any them, any or all of them, <laughs> anybody who's spoken to them, listened to them, heard of them, we'll, we'll have you on. Yeah. So okay, we, we yeah. fly out of throwaway or television. So we finish on a slight it. low point, and that is that for this episode of University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Sam, let's go through the mm. socials again. Get get yourself an ambassadorship, people. Mail in, join the gang. Our gang, people around the world, country after country. Oh, now what a gang it is. Not, not in an aggressive no, no, way. No, no, not, no, no, you know, no, gang no, warfare no, no, gang warfare. Not like gangs of New York or the Warriors from the film The Warriors. Friendly yeah. gangs. Yeah, friendly yeah, gangs. Friendly gang. uh, join that friendly gang. Uh, BenTownsendMusic.net is the website. BenTownsendMusic at Hotmail.com to email me. Uh, University... University RHCP Odd Sam is Sam on Reddit. I'm Unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast on Reddit. I am at University yes. RHCP on Twitter. Sam, you are. At Stack And Townsend. on Instagram, you can contact us on University Speaking RHCP underscore pod. Thank you very much. We've done it. By the way, part two. Mm. Oh, man, it's, um, it's bittersweet. Oh, it's bittersweet. What? Well, we better say Merry Christmas as well to people. Yes, it's December the 12th, so the next one... Oh, this could present a problem. It, it, well, Boxing Day would be our next recording day, so we are going to have to have a conversation about this. But we'll do it off air, shall we? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. See you in 2021. Let's hope for a better year. <laughs> <laughs>